0: Okay, it started. Hello, welcome back guys to my third episode of my podcast. Uh, so today I'm going to talk about uh, the struggle of languages. So far I have learned four languages, excluding my mother tongue. Uh, the first one I'm going to talk is Malay language. So I learned my uh, Malay language back then in my university life because i took my degree in malaysia and then basically the the university uh, make the malay language as a compulsory subject for us to take it so that's why why i learned uh, malay language but back then i feel like malay language is like really really simple really easy because uh, Malay language and then Indonesian is like really similar I feel like uh, actually Malay language is sort of kind of uh, Indonesian but with a different accent or maybe it's because uh, the Kalimantan Island and then Malay, Malaysia is really close or that's why they have like this kind of effect but I'm, I'm not sure okay I'm, I don't know I just assuming so that's why uh, the Malay language is for me is really simple, it's really easy. And then the second one I'm going to talk is uh, English. Uh, as you, you guys know, I speak English even though it's not really fluent or perfect, not nor near to perfect, but I'm just happy with my English. As long as I can speak with with my Western friend, I can watch film, I can listen to music, that's enough for me. So, uh, I learned English back in my elementary school. Actually, I already started it since uh, in in elementary school, but at that time, uh, I didn't really have so much interest in English. Basically, I learned English just to pass the exam at that time You just learned the vocabulary, we memorize it And then the grammar, we memorize it So just, we just like memorize everything So uh, I found out like English is really interesting And it's really useful for my future when I was in high school uh, I felt like English is really important back then So that's why I started to uh, really, really seriously, to study English. Uh, I can say English is one of my favorite subjects back at the time, so that's why, uh, that's why I speaking in English now, to to talk about my podcast. Yep. Uh, for me, English back then, of course, is hard everyone will feel it's hard when they started uh, to learn a new language because we don't really used to be the grammar, the etc. etc. because in Indonesia, actually, we don't have uh, the complex grammar like English like present tense, past tense, future tense. Indonesia is basically, if you want to say yesterday, I ate, we just add like Kemarin, kemarin, saya makan. And then, if we just, if want to say, uh, I will eat, it, we just add like, saya akan makan. Yeah, it's like so simple. We just add the, the timing, and then we don't need to change the verb. But in English, we have like verb, verb one, verb two, verb three, etc etc. Yeah, that's why it's so complicated. And then the third one I'm going to talk is uh, Mandarin. As you guys know, I went to Shanghai to study uh, ma- Mandarin for quite some time. Uh, I feel like Mandarin is so different from English. Is it uh, maybe it's because we have tone? When we uh, when we use a different tone, the word the the word can change it's completely change and the meaning also change but but actually uh, the local people in china can understand even though your your tone is not so good not so perfect they they can still understand you actually just be confident guys just talk as much as you want just practice it as long as you you have the confidence you can easily study a language. So for me, Mandarin's, Mandarin's problem gonna be the tone, and then the, when you write something. But for reading, as long as you already recognize the word, you know how to read it, uh, it's not become a much more problem. And then I feel like the grammar in Mandarin compared to it. English, uh, English is more complex. Mandarin is more simple. I feel like because um, maybe the problem in grammar, maybe it's just like uh, some sometimes the positioning is a bit different from English. So maybe at, at first you're gonna be you're gonna get confused, but when you get used to it, it's not gonna be a problem. Okay, then. The fourth one gonna be uh, Korean I used to learn Korean back in my university too because I felt like Korean is really really interesting but at that time I just learned how to write and then to read it basic actually uh, it's really simple and easy to to know the Hangul because it's just like alphabets but even though you can Uh, Write and read it doesn't mean you are you will know the meaning of the word you just basically just know how to write and read it but yeah still when you read it uh, it it won't be the same as the 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 local or Korean people write or speak it because they have the local accent so uh, at that time I feel like Korean is really interesting. That's why I started to learn to write and read it. Even though I only know how to write my name, I'm I'm just uh, happy already. Yeah. Uh, so after that, I didn't really study Korea a lot. I just like watch the variety show. I would just watch. I just listen to the music. But yeah, I don't understand the meaning. I just know how to write and read it but uh when i went to shanghai i study my chinese uh i also like more curious about korean so therefore i started again to learn the grammar the the word but yeah still now uh my korean is really really limited i just know like some basic and simple words but doesn't mean uh, i can already speak it with the korean i just like know the simple simple right daily life basic basic daily life thing so uh i found out korean is really unique and i don't know it's like really hard the grammar is really really complicated it's like so different from english and then they also have uh the respectful way to speak with older people and then casual way to speak it with friends so i found out it's also different so for example when you met uh, a pe- new people for the first time when you want to ask their name and you feel like you guys uh, have almost the same age uh, still a respectful way but it just like irumi it just it's already like uh, respectful okay but when you want to ask uh, older people names but like so obvious he or she is like uh, more way older than you then you cannot use that that kind of respectful way. You need to speak like Annyeonghaseyo, uh, songhami otoke deseo." See it's like so different. So when when the first time I was told uh, about this it was just like blow my mind I, you know like like you think uh, you already speak it in a respectful way and then there's like something more like more respectful like uh honorable way so i didn't expect like korean will be so much complex than uh, english and mandarin at first so uh, to conclude everything uh for me in my opinion the the harder the hardest to learn the grammar the, for the grammar probably korean yeah because the grammar is much more complex and then they have uh, the respectful way the casual way so that's why i think the korean gonna koreans grammar gonna be the hardest uh, but for speaking uh like uh the tone need to be the exact way how it is it's gonna be mandarin for speaking because uh it's not the accent the problem but the tone problem is gonna be a, a problem yep but in english sometimes it's just like uh the the accent or or the pronunciation's problem but uh even though they pronounce it different way you can still understand what they mean but in mandarin uh, when you speak it with a different tone sometimes they don't understand it for the easiest one i think it's gonna be malay language yep because it's really similar to indonesian language that's why i feel like it's the easiest and then yeah i think that's all for my third podcast hope you guys enjoy this episode thank you very much and bye-bye